What's up, guys? Thank you for joining us on the Weekly Sit-Down Podcast. This is the kind of show you throw on if you just want some company or to feel like you're hanging out with someone. We mostly feature successful entrepreneurs, but in the end, everyone has a story to tell, and we can all learn from others' experiences, no matter who they are. Alex and uh, we just had a what's the word for what kind of interview I'm not gonna say ridiculous it was it, it fucked with my head yeah I mean the guy talks about light and light is truth he just drops some truth bombs totally man no, I never heard something like that parasitic vampires blue lights which kind of water to drink alpha linoleic acid omega-3 to omega-6 ratios <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, just you're going to love this episode. Be open minded and just go with it because I had no clue what was going on either. Don't feel bad, but uh, just research. Do your own research. That's all we can do now. I'm, from here, I'm going to be checking out DHA and all that. Yeah, enjoy, guys. You know, like after you put in a hashtag, mm-hmm. you'll get a random crap like. Like people just spam your oh, they're just like, like thumbs up or like I love your I love your uh, great great pick yeah great yeah like all that crap I yeah nah you got to do better than that bro yeah like they they expect you to be like oh my god that was so nice I'm yeah. gonna follow this guy I used to run, <laughs> I used to run one of those bots but I would always just use like obscure things like wow dot 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 oh unbelievable this is so cool oh you could make it say whatever you want. Imagine, oh, if you want to get really creative, like tag someone else in the post automatically. You got to check this out and tag them. Yo, oh, shh. People would think that's yo, real. Take that one to the bank, people. That people would love, yo, that's what you tell a bot. This is so cool, at Joe Rizzo. Yeah. And yo, then they're like, oh, that's no, real. He's telling his friends about it. We were just talking about this the other day, at Alex um, You know? Like, because no matter what it is, we could have talked about it. That's true. Oh, that's, we're saving that. That's sick. We're spamming. Oh, man. <laughs> Load your bots, hide your kids, hide your wife. Uh, so from the last time I saw you, Kenny Lee, did you? Yeah, did you do anything different since then? You, did you coming up? You're on the come up, right? I'm working on the come up. Yeah, I'm working as opposed to not working. Which <laughs> will get you pretty far. Yeah, not working it sucks. If debatable, depends. Like depends on what you want. What do you want? A lot. What do you really want? Like, not items. You want me to tell you what I want? What I really, really want? I mean, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. You probably want a huh. You want a huh. <laughs> what, is, what do they even I don't know, say? I really right want to go to Montauk this summer. Like, okay. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just do nothing. But how long could you do nothing for, you know? I did it for like almost two years. I did a couple things in between. Yeah, but like then that's it. You like can... my solar career is is inside <laughs> of those two uh, two years of doing inside nothing. Inside of the nothing. Yeah, no, I did stuff, but I did like the bare minimum. Um, and, and actually, I'm not, I'm trying to really work as hard as I can work. You know, don't you feel like just working on things you're interested in is more fun than not working? Absolutely, not having any fucking money is not fun either, though. Yeah. So I think you know, there's definitely 24 hours in the day. I like to sleep for like seven of those solid. I really respect my sleep. I go nuts if I don't sleep. 
Monks uh, don't need to sleep, right? Yeah. They just meditate. I don't know. Have you ever met a monk before? It's the second time you've brought up monks. You ever meet a monk you didn't like? Yesterday we were talking about <laughs> you ever a met monk. a fucking monk? <laughs> Yesterday we were talking monks a lot. Really? <clears throat> because he lived in Tibet with monks for 12 years. Yeah, so rewind. This is... Uh, wow, this is the longest installation process on the planet. Come on, Blackburn. <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, this guy, seven years... 12. 12. Tibet. Lived in with monks, learning Buddhism. He he started. He was like eighteen when he left. You know, you can just go on Google if you want to learn about Buddhism. We'll do that. Uh, Matthew's calling. There he is. It's- my man, hey, hey. <laughs> what up, bro? How we doing? What's up? What's going on? Thanks for uh, bearing with me with all. Nah, that. man, thank you for cool coming days. on. It's good to see. You. I haven't yeah. talked to you in a while. Yeah, it's been been a while. This is my twin brother, Joe. How's it What's going, up, Joe? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm just kidding. We used awesome. to work together. It's not, it's not like a twin thing. <laughs> can Can you hear everything good? Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, good. I I just thought about my lighting so i turned on my red light so hopefully that works nice uh, not suboptimal <laughs> let me switch to uh turn on the sleep mode okay there we go now my eyes are protected too nice sweet joe is joe are you in the frame yeah you're in the- you could see me right yeah we're like yin and yang on both sides. Look at this. That's crazy. <laughs> this feels like the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, right? Because we're way cooler than Joe <laughs> Rogan. This one's a lot bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. A lot more listeners. Love it. Yeah, no, it's the same thing, except we're not CIA shills, so we can say pretty much anything we want. <laughs> what? Is that a conspiracy? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he holds back. Either that or he's just kind of basic. But Joe's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I think he's a little past basic. It's probably one of the only ones I actually watch. <laughs> yeah, they're great. But yeah, Matt Blackburn, yeah. I was just talking about you. Yeah, it's funny you called. It's so funny you called. <laughs> you're just, you're, you're... <laughs> um, no, I was telling him, like, Matt and I were kind of on the health journey together. Um, what, like five, six, seven years ago, something like that? That's yep. fucking nuts that that was that long ago, man. I found Alex. Yeah, I found you through a, a Robert Kassar like webinar. Yeah, like, hangout thing. Yeah, we were doing those Google Hangouts back in the day. We yeah, had- and I reached out to you. I remember, and it's just funny because like you went, you went more of the Paul Check direction. I think that's the direction you were heading. Yeah, and I went full on Robert Kassar, but it's still there's a lot of parallels. Still yeah, it's it's really interesting. I was telling him, I'm like, you know, Matt's like. I kind of just chilled out with everything. The Paul Check stuff's been really good to me and kind of brought some balance to my life. Um, and I was like, but I was just big into researching and Matt was big into researching. And I stopped like nearly a decade ago and then Matt just didn't. And I thank you so much that I don't have to because <laughs> you totally wear that crown. And I told him, I'm like, Matt is like a health dude, but it's um, it's way bigger than health and it's not so much food and exercise. So you, yeah, yeah. And that's the frustrating thing I see. It's not really bagging on people, but on YouTube, it's like these videos, like thousands or hundreds of thousands of of views. And they're just how to make green juice, (laughs) how to make a smoothie, 
you know, the best whatever recipe. It's like, how many people are you honestly going to help, right? You're just going to satisfy some people's critters. That's all you're really going to do <laughs> with that advice. But to actually teach people to reconnect with the sun and the earth, that's actually valuable information because most people don't know how to do that. So yeah, can we kind of explain? Can you kind of give us a synopsis of what you do and who you are and what you're working on? Like I know the deal, but Joe doesn't. And he's not actually my brother. We used to work together. We used to knock <laughs> doors in Sola. Yeah, yeah, we were knockers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, by the way, do I sound okay on the audio here? Sound yeah, great, perfect. bro. Okay, cool. Because I have you coming through my speakers. Hopefully, there's no feedback. So. No, it's good. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, 30 revolutions. Uh, you could say around the sun or whether you believe in the flat earth. <laughs> Radical. But um, 30, 30 years of age, and I've been on this health journey for eight years. And I really started with vegetarianism and the whole PETA thing. Mm-hmm. And that was back in uh, 2005. And, you know, I was a stereotypical, weak, pasty, you know, vegetarian <laughs> for five years. And my skin got worse. My brain fog got worse. Um, pretty much everything got worse in my life. And and then I found on YouTube green juicing and raw foods and veganism. That was in 2010. And that was the turning point. So just to, just to summarize, basically, it was I discovered Zeitgeist in 2005. That kickstarted a spiritual journey for five years where I was like playing online video games like World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And in the background, I'd have George Norion or Project Camelot. Nice. <laughs> you know, I was researching for 10, 12 hours a day, pretty much daily for five years. And uh, I mean, whether you want to talk about reptilians, super soldiers, psychics, psychic, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. all that stuff, paranormal mm-hmm. stuff. And then I got to this point where I'm like, what does it all matter? Like, what can I do? And then I discovered raw foods, veganism, juicing, and that really woke me up. So overnight, it literally was an overnight transition, mm-hmm. cheese and bread diet to uh, pretty much 80% raw foods, wow. 100% vegan. That's... And that was a game changer. And there's levels. And I always tell people this now. It's like someone coming off sad standard American diet to juicing. That's huge, especially if it's organic juicing. Mm. I mean, that's going to take away a lot of the fog. Mm. And that's what happened to me. It felt like I was coming off drugs in about a week and a half or two weeks. I was like coming down from drugs. And I was because I didn't realize that there were so many drugs in the bread and cheese, like heroin-like properties in Mm -hmm. the wheat that I was negatizing for five years. I mean, I don't know that either. So (laughs) I'm not sure what you're talking about. I can chime in on that. It's, it's kind of like, um, but it's something within like the gluten or within wheat, like it passes through the gut wall because there's permeability in, in pretty much everyone's gut wall because of all of the um, uh, the pesticides, like the, what's it, glyphosate? Glyphosate, yeah, that's yeah. an herbicide. Um, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Roundup mm-hmm. and glyphosate is a component in Roundup and glyphosate is really gnarly because it displaces glycine in our body, which is the most abundant amino acid. Mm-hmm. And that's why bone broth is a really big thing right now is mm-hmm. because it's really rich in glycine. But what you don't hear is that so is AFA blue-green algae. Mm-hmm. And it has the same amino acids as bone broth. Really? Yeah. So that's I have, I have a book where it shows the list. I can send that's you sick. it. But, um, 
so yeah, so basically that was that was my journey, and, and I started drinking homemade vegetable juice like four or five days a week. So I'd get my Breville juicer, uh, I, would, I, would, I would juice, you know, celery, carrot, cucumber, and then sometimes I'd put in crazy stuff, burdock, mm-hmm. uh, cilantro, um, fennel, uh, a lot of ginger, some apples. Um, and, and really it did start to clear me up even spiritually. And then there is something true to raw foods and living foods that mm-hmm. I found that I, it stuck with me to this day. And I've always come back to it, even though I went through a paleo phase. So just from there, I was strict raw vegan. I did the fruitarian thing. I was eating like mm. up to 25 bananas a day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Monocropped NPK, smart, fresh sprayed bananas. Yeah. Sick. Uh, I'll so, bring like a bunch or two to work. So, so the reason you went was for strictly health. It wasn't the ethical side of how meat is the animals killed and stuff like that. It was for the health. That's a great question. It was a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was definitely a combination of both. I was definitely a hundred percent ethical for that five years. From 20 years <laughs> when I was unhealthy vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And you'll find that the more unhealthy vegans or vegetarians are more ethical and they're, they're, um, and, and they're not really in it for the health. Yeah. I think, you know, what guard, what good are we to the animals if we're not healthy ourselves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was a big lesson that I learned over okay. the years. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's what I'm learning now. Cause I've been vegan for a year uh, since October of 2016. So a little more. And, awesome. uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I can't, uh, think, see myself going back, but I'm, I'm never going to say never, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting into some interesting discussions on social media with some paleo folks because mm-hmm. i'm really plugged into the biohacking community and mm-hmm. as alex knows I'm really being the parasites and i've been studying that experientially for many years and uh there's this great youtube video from mark passio called carnism it's the religion of carnism mm-hmm. and this gets into a aspect where people say oh do you think you're better than me because you don't eat meat you know is it mm-hmm. this like holier than thou thing and there's another argument that even says it's a civilization thing that we're even able to not eat meat because if we were in the wild (laughs) or in a third world country we'd have to hunt yeah gather Mm -hmm. yeah since we don't have to maybe our bodies don't need it yeah i mean where i'm coming from is we're Mm -hmm. evolving to a new species right now and going i mean like Graham Hancock says, we're a species with amnesia. Mm-hmm. And there's so many stories that we've been told, whether you look at the Bible, mm-hmm. the Quran, and you'll read these holy texts and they'll say it's okay to drink blood and eat flesh. Really? Mm-hmm. Because a book told you so? Are you going to believe it? I would question that. I would question what an old book says. And I would take like aspects of it. But mm-hmm. I think we're moving beyond that. And it's... Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about getting getting to agriculture, which started 10,000 years ago when we started to get hierarchy of, of um, you know, we could just stockpile grains mm-hmm. so we could have this hierarchy of people that don't work and then have people under them work for them. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. I'm talking about small farms, goats, chickens, bees, sprouts, greenhouses. 
Did you know it's illegal to keep like where I live? It's illegal to have goats. Yes, yeah, I remember you bought two goats, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that insanity? I mean, that's why we have the CAFO thing mm-hmm. going on, the factory farming. Mm-hmm. There's such thing as a, a Himza farms. Okay. Oh, Himza farms, they don't murder the animals. To wow. me, that's the future. Really? Matt, I'm, I'm sorry, but I got a, a comment that there is an echo on your end. Do you have headphones mm-hmm. by any chance? I do. Yeah, let me see if that... Uh, Maybe if you just plug that. him in. I love how you haven't asked why he's red. No, he, he said he put a. He said he put, he said he put his red light on. Yeah, but why? Yeah, go turn your red light on. <laughs> I would have those light bulbs. Yeah, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come here, and it's gonna be like like a yeah yeah. Told like a, you like a tech basement or something. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Green, red, blue. Nice. We'll do everything. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try this. Let's see. If this works. Yeah. I got to come play with you sooner than later, man. For sure. Does that does this work? Oh yeah, that Absolutely. sounds better too actually. Awesome. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, let me make sure my ear doesn't get blasted here with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever broadcasted on Twitch before? Me? Perfect. Uh, Matt. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of Twitch. Um that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be coming up. It previously was like a big gamer platform. Uh, people would like live stream themselves gaming and then comment and stuff. Um, but we were just saw Gary Vaynerchuk is going to just created his channel. What, like last week? Yeah. So if Gary's doing it. Everyone else will. Probably not a bad idea. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'll have to look into it. Sick. But um, you, you were left, you left off how it's illegal to have goats by you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, there's different philosophies on what the future should look like. And there are a lot of people, you could call it the rewilding community that think that we're going to move back to hunting and gathering and that that's the sustainable thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think the sustainable thing, I mean, I grow sprouts here in Mason jars. That's an indoor garden. Mm -hmm. It doesn't require light. All it needs is clean water. Mm Mm-hmm. So when it comes to sustainability, I think having your own bees, having goats, having chickens, this is going to be the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really passionate about that. I'm really passionate about algae, about bee products, about just sprouts. I don't think outdoor gardens are the way to go under chemtrails. Mm-hmm. I think greenhouses are the way to go mm-hmm. where all frequencies of light can come through the tent. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in a weird time. I've been talking about this a lot on my Instagram where we're in a toxic planet. And a couple of years ago when I was doing the paleo thing, I had my bow and arrow and I was on the mountain. I was in the woods and I shot at a squirrel and I missed it by this much. And I'm glad I did because I was watching YouTube videos on how to cut open a squirrel and quarter it and how to make this animal that has a personality, that has a soul into my meal for what for taste for what? For, so does it taste good taste. <clears throat> yeah yeah and, and it's i mean <laughs> the rain is 10 to 100 to a thousand times more acidic depending on where you are on the planet mm-hmm. that shuts down the immune system of animals that opens the door for parasites 
So, okay, you're going to hunt and you're going to eat some parasite-laden meat. Look up pictures online of fish. These fishermen cutting open fish and just all these worms coming out. Mm -hmm. For every worm, for every one worm, you have hundreds to thousands of eggs. It's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And we even we even like intake these because to in order to to digest these things, right? Like meat and fish and stuff like that. You, yeah. you know, they do live symbiotically with you, whether they're, you know, beneficial overall for your overall health or not. That if they weren't there, you would just straight up die from eating these things. Correct. Yeah. Don't. And and the only benefit I've found for parasites is that they eat heavy metals. Mm-hmm. But I would rather just do a heavy metal uh cleanse right a little edta up the (laughs) (laughs) don't don't we have parasites living in our intestines and like when you eat sugar or like carbs it feeds them yeah like well fungus and parasites kind of go hand in hand yeah 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 alex is right there's there's co-infections and a lot of these things support each other with parasites specifically I like to think about it as there's microscopic ones and there's macroscopic or visual Mm. ones. And I have a live blood microscope and it's fun to take a prick from my finger and look at my blood and see all the little, the universe in one, in one drop of blood. It's crazy. It's like looking into, like looking into someone's eyeballs. You could see the universe kind of like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Wait, what? Oh, I was, I was saying it's a holograph. That's why I'm yeah. vegetarian. Is, I mean, what's what's? Why is there so much war on the planet? Why are there so many parasites? Look outside of us. Mm-hmm. Look, go to Costco and just look at how many people like ravenous at the at the demo booths of these little snacks of goblin food. Call it. Mm. You know, it's like when I each other goblin. When food. I was when I was vegetarian, like the things that you're saying, and when I was vegan, they. Uh, you're like making me remember things again. Like, oh yeah, no. And there is this weird feeling that you have that you now understand something. And it's not like I know something that other people don't. Like you go read it in a fucking book or you go on Google, you can know whatever there is to know today. But um, yeah, energetically, it felt like I was doing like something really good for myself and just it felt clean. Um, But it is also really weird. Like what was that six, seven years ago? No one was, it wasn't cool to be a fucking vegan seven years ago. Now it's like, I do yoga and I'm a vegan. And Not everyone. No. Yeah. But that, um, you know, just the same way like in the supermarket, like all the extra food that's available and stuff now. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, yeah. we were drinking hibiscus water and blue green algae and eating one fucking salad a day. That was the, uh, <laughs> what? that's a good question. So you're not a vegan. You do eat some animal products. And the reason I stopped eating, I, I went back to eating meat was not that I was like, I'm dying for chicken. It was like, I just didn't feel good anymore. Maybe I wasn't doing something right. Maybe I was just detoxing too hard. But I'm 200 pounds today, and I was 142 pounds. And I'm almost 6'2". So it was a big, big drop for me. Um, but when I did eat meat again, it was bizarre. It was bizarre, dude. I just told him. I picked up the chicken out of the package and I picked it up. I'm like, you're about to eat a fucking body part, dude. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. As, and then as you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so it is really strange. But I wanted to ask you, what does, what, like, what did you eat today? It's nighttime now, so. <laughs> That's an awesome question. So I start every day with molecular hydrogen. So I drop a tab 
not acid. This is molecular hydrogen. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I know you moved to the woods, bro, but shit. <laughs> Tab every day. Start every day with LSD, you know. Yeah, a tab all day will keep everyone away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 12 ounces of water. Mm. And this is water. I mean, that's a whole other topic, but 12-stage RO system. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's a 38 degrees Fahrenheit. It's brewed for two days in bicarbonate electrolytes. And I vortex it for nine to 18 minutes. And then after all that, that's my base water. And mm-hmm. I drop a tablet of molecular hydrogen. It's hydrogen that's bound to magnesium. And it dissolves in the water in about two minutes. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like a, a little fizzing tablet. So you drop it, blends the bottom, fizz. And it dissolves completely, and it saturates the water with 10 parts per million hydrogen gas. And I drink that very fast. It's kind of like ozone. It it dissipates really quickly. Yeah. And that's really powerful. That's a very powerful way to start your day. Okay. Um, I have a YouTube video on that, molecular hydrogen for non-native EMF mitigation. Mm -hmm. Like my number one, if someone's in an apartment or they sleep on the second story, I would be doing three tablets a day if that was Mm -hmm. my situation. Mm. So after that, uh, I mean, I'm considering liquids here as food because I didn't eat anything today. <laughs> what? You, so, so you often don't eat like uh, real, not real food, but whatever. Chew, chew food, not drink. <laughs> yeah, you don't chew anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I generally eat one meal a day. Sometimes it'll be two. If I'm traveling, I'll snack a little more and I'll eat more. But generally, my eating window is like eight hours okay. for the most part. Oh, so like an intermittent Sometimes fasting sense. kind of thing. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. And I feel the best doing that. And, uh, I do coffee five days a week. So I, I recently got back into that and I'm not doing it for the caffeine. Well, I kind of am, <laughs> but I'm doing it for the caffeine for the Sheila Jeep. Okay. So, I go, what? So yeah. I was curious about that. I saw some of your Instagram stories and I was like, I used to do that just because Sheila's eat tastes like shit and it kind of tasted like coffee. So I would put them together. But what is this caffeine, Sheila's eat? And for everybody, we're just talking about Sheila's eat like it's a tennis ball. What, what's <laughs> what's Sheila's eat? So Sheila's eat is, depending on who you talk to, 15 million years old to 300 million. Hmm. Either way, it's very old. And it's pre digested plant matter. So basically, over millions of years, these plants in the mountain got trapped. And it's in uh, all around the world, but mm-hmm. a lot of it in the Siberia, the Andes Mountains, uh, the Himalayan Mountains are a big one. And for millions of years, these plants that are trapped got pressurized. So without oxygen, they were like pushed into this resin. Mm-hmm. And it was actually discovered because monkeys were eating it. Okay. And the villagers saw the monkeys eating it. And so they like, the story goes, they threw rocks at the monkeys and the monkeys threw back shilajit and the villagers started eating the shilajit. Hair was regrowing, their libido came back, disease went away, energy came, I mean, on and on. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cornerstone of the Ayurvedic system. So it's considered kind of like a heal-all. Mm-hmm. Some so, of the Ayurvedic text says there's almost no disease that shilajit cannot cure. What do they call it? The destroyer of weakness? Yeah, conqueror of mountains, destroyer of weakness. Wow. Is, is, it's, NBD. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, there's so many like mineral supplements out there on, on the market. And, and Alex and I started with Sole Salt, hmm. dissolving Himalayan salt in water, and then you would add you'd 
add that to your water. Ooh, now. yo, drop the Himalayan bomb on them. Do it, Matt. What? <laughs> what do you mean? There's a bomb? I didn't yeah, know there was so, something so, to try. You're drinking glass, son. <laughs> What's up, Nick James? <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, yeah. Nick James logs. Oh. <laughs> what is the Himalayan bomb? So Himalayan salt is, is suboptimal. And uh, I, I heard this from a guy last year when I was living in, my, in the RV. And I experimented with it because I had been on Himalayan salt for years. Mm. And, and what I read is that your body treats it like a heavy metal. It's like eating beach sand. I mean, it's Himalayan rock salt. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It's a rock. And it has no enzymes. So one experiment you could do to visually see this is get two jars, fill them with water, put Himalayan salt in one, put Celtic in the other, and watch which one sits at the bottom, mm-hmm. Himalayan, and which one climbs to the top. And so one's basically alive, and the other one's dead salt. And the proof's in the, the pudding, ways. you know. When you yeah. when you switch, you're gonna be like, "Holy shit!" So it's a <laughs> so Himalayan salt's a fraud. Like it's, it's kind of like you go from doing what's trendy to what actually works. Yeah. Um, and when you get hydrated with real salt, you're like, "Holy shit!" I was incredibly dehydrated, and it takes weeks. Wow, maybe yeah. that's why my lips are like chapped sometimes. Like, Could be. I've been having Himalayan salt since I've been vegan. Really? So maybe that's something there. So so we should just have sea salt if we're going to have salt? Yeah, sea salt, and there's different types of sea salt, too. So I'm not saying Celtic is the end all. Mm -hmm. Have fun with the salts. There's hundreds throughout the world. Mm -hmm. I like Celtic because it's it's the blue bag. It's easy to find at the store. It's not much more than pink salt. Maybe a quarter or half times 50% more cost, but it's worth it. Like Alex was saying, with hydration, it's the chloride ion. And I study minerals a lot, I have for years, because minerals, you, we cook you down to ash. What's left of you? It's minerals. Mm-hmm. That's the ash. So our anchor to the physical world is minerals. And um, the chloride ion is responsible for cell hydration. And so is sodium potassium. So sodium potassium and chloride are how our cells stay hydrated Mm -hmm. and like alex was saying you make the switch and you feel it you feel way more hydrated on -hmm. this type of salt than himalayan and according to dr cass ingram i have his book called the body shape diet Mm -hmm. he comes from more of a paleo perspective but he talks about you know kind of like the doshas you have pitta kappa vata he talks about apple carrot or pear Mm -hmm. that's your body shape okay i'm obviously a carrot (laughs) but i'm an adrenal type okay and it's based on the length of your fingers. It's based on your facial features, your overall body shape. And as an adrenal type, I do well on high salt. So I pretty much mega every meal. It's kind of like, what am I having with my salt? I'm pretty sure I'm the same, the same type. And usually you, you would do better on a higher fat, higher protein diet, I guess, from that paleo perspective, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the Paul Czech uh, protein type to the mixed type to the carbohydrate type. And I could see that, yeah. yeah. So it's just the long, well, lanky. So what is it? If you have long fingers, your carrot. <laughs> How do you know? If you have a long, <laughs> for, measure your penis. <laughs> so it's actually. Uh, so I don't know if you can see it on the camera here. Those are hands. The index versus the ring. Okay. And so my index finger is longer than my ring on both hands, 
that means it's adrenal. Me too. Me too. Okay. Wow. Are we going to get weird, guys? We're all carrots. (laughs) Look at this. Look at those three carrots. Three fucking carrots. (laughs) Wait, um, your, your hand on your right. That's they're about equal, right? Or it looks like your your ring is slightly longer. Yeah, my ring is longer. Isn't that what you said? Or no? No. Yes. Wait. Oh yeah, you're your a, your pointer you're straight, is longer. You're, you're a straight thyroid type. I'm straight thyroid. All right, wait. Do me. Your ring do... is longer than your index on both hands. Yep, yep. What's that? And Alex is even. Almost. They look. I think on my... your left hand, if they're even, that's actually pituitary. So you're a pituitary adrenal type. Well, your it, mixed type. it looks like my index finger is actually longer than my ring finger on both hands. Oh yeah, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then you. It's because be the camera too inverts it, so. Yeah. I actually keep my thumbs on the inside when my palms are down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me being a thyroid type, what does that mean? It means you have no thyroid. <laughs> yeah, I've lost it. <laughs> so his, so I, I highly recommend the book, The Body Shape Diet. You know, there's all these different philosophies, and um, like Alex and I know, you can go down all these rabbit holes and you get trapped. And one little thing, and it's one teacher and one book, and anything outside of that, you know, it's kind of like even Taoist tonic herbalism. Mm-hmm. I know like, some people that get stuck in that, and anything outside of that system is, is not true. I don't think that's a good way to be. Mm-hmm. Um, be open but, to everything. So, yeah, yeah, to a, de- to a degree. I mean, I wouldn't say like drinking blood, but <laughs> yeah, LSD for but breakfast the- every day. <laughs> but yeah, the body shape guy, it's basically what you're your genetic weakness. And it doesn't mean you're always going to be weak, but it would mean that Alex and I are prone to adrenal weakness and that you're prone to thyroid weakness. So it's almost like oh, a little bit of a wow. handicap. I could see and, that, dude. And that's I'm... really interesting, too, because a lot of times thyroid and adrenal issues are interplayed. So that's really cool that you can kind of do it like that. Like a lot of times they won't look at thyroid. If someone has a messed up thyroid, they'll look at their adrenal glands. Wow. Yeah. One client I was speaking with on the phone today on a consult, she has maybe hypothyroid and mm-hmm. she's heading that direction. To me, when I think of thyroid, I think of magnetism, mm-hmm. just straight up. And earthing or grounding that Clint Ober rediscovered and came out with that book, people have to lower their thyroid medication just with earthing, with being mm-hmm. barefoot, connecting conductively back to the earth. And the best time to do that is while you're asleep because you're just lying there for eight hours. Mm-hmm. But it's not into the third prong in the wall. It's directly in the earth. But Hashimoto's thyroiditis, hyperthyroid, hypo, hyper, hypo, any of the thyroid stuff. It's, thyroid it's so brand. crazy. There's so many different terms and diagnosis. You'll, you might as well just like want to be like, I'm just going to get cancer. This is bullshit. Like, <laughs> I don't like the fuck. A squirrel doesn't need an instruction manual on how to be a squirrel. Well, we have all this outside. We have Nilla wafers mm-hmm. and Oreos. Like, they don't have to deal with all that shit. It's true. <laughs> Nutter butters. <laughs> yeah, when I when I work with clients, they have, you know, like Alex, there's so many different, like you said, there's so many different names for all these conditions. Mm-hmm. And we get so heady with it. And part, the diagnosis is part of the disease, right? So you go to the doctor and you're all scared and they say, you have this name. And that creates a trauma right there, mm-hmm. just embedded that trauma. And that's something to be careful with. That's why I always tell people any condition you're dealing with, we're all dealing with conditions. And if you're not, you're lying. And whatever you're dealing with, you don't say, I have this. You say, my spacesuit has this. Mm-hmm. My body has this. Yeah, right. And just that little shift is huge. Yo, do you remember the first time you saw Robert Gasargo 
Cyborgus Organicus and like look at the palm <laughs> of your hand. Which and that shit bugged me out. He was like, yo, you're looking at a spacesuit or or whatever this this body. What he called it Cyborgus Organicus. And that you're controlling it at the speed of light. And it's not you. You're controlling it's like a it's in, yeah. It's like my new sleeve. Oh, you start watching wow. that? Meat suit. The active carbon show. No, is that, that what it's called? What's that? Oh, it's like in this like this future, which we'll we would well be dead before this future actually happened. But um they can download your consciousness from like your freaking cervical vertebrae. They like stick a thing in there and they grow bodies and like cut them out of bags and like put people in new bodies. And if Ooh. you're rich, they'll you can just fucking clone yourself and then stick your consciousness back in a new body and in a new body. It's pretty weird the stuff that they're starting to put out there, you know. I saw a commercial for that or or something on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're into some really I've been it gets it gets really uh, really depressing mm-hmm. when you start going down the rabbit hole. The the alternative health community is being infiltrated right now with uh, Satanist pedophiles, mm. and to a lot of people that haven't even looked into this, I would look completely insane for saying that. And all you have to do is Google Marina Gala dinner, G A L A. Will Ferrell, Pamela Anderson, see all these celebrities there. Really? Heads, heads on platters, heads on plates sticking out of the table. Human-shaped human cake they're carving into. What do you, wait, wait, wait what real? is it called again? Did spell I it. miss something here? <laughs> yeah, wait, spell, spell it again. I'm going to look it up right now. Marina. So Marina, hmm. M-A-R-I-N-A, Gala Dinner. And just put Google Images because the website, they took the website down that had all the pictures on it on Reddit. Really? It, Oh, they keep get taken taken down. Wait, and these are humans, or are these cakes that look like humans? They're cakes that look like humans. That's yeah. fucking so weird. It's, Why? It's mock sacrifice. It's almost yeah. It's almost more weird. <laughs> are you looking at this? Let me see. Show the camera it's after people this cakes. That's fucking crazy. Why? Yeah, and and I, and I don't. I really don't want to name names, but let's just say some people in the biohacking community were there. Really. Uh, and and so that's when it kind of became real for me. Here, just send me a DM. I'll name them. <laughs> <laughs> you think I could, can you just put that in the camera? Yeah. Hold on. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's a yeah, and you'll see a lot of celebrities there if you keep looking at the pictures. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched TV in like 13 years or something, so I can't recognize a lot of celebrities. But you'll see TV show stars in there. That's so and, nuts, uh, dude. Wow, you haven't, yeah. watched, you haven't watched TV in 13 years? That's a whole another story. Is that the Olsen twin? <sighs> That's fucking weird. So Yeah, it's wild. I kind of like where this is going because I wanted to ask you. Well, actually, go ahead. No, no, no. You have it. The yeah. 5G... 5G. That's he was uh, posting yeah. about 5G, and that's that's really cool because I was talking about this active carbon show, and then you talk about augmented reality because that's the next big thing. It's voice and and, yeah. and AR, and it, you can't do it on 4G. You can't do it on LTE. It's not fast enough oh, okay. for you to walk around with your Google glasses and an advertisement like pop up in your face as you're walking down the block. Mm-hmm. But now they've released this new. It, I think they already have it in China. Um. But it's West coming Canada. to the United States. Go, yeah, tell, tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, that was a great introduction. It's, it's West Canada already, s- certain parts. And it's coming to the U.S. at the end of 
near the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. And this is one of like the most depressing things I've heard of in years because I don't really have a solution for it yet. I have a few. It's kind of the things, all the things that I share, but we're really looking at kind of a max mass exodus off the planet. Like people are going to start dropping like flies when this comes out. And what it is, is the current system is 4G network, right? Mm -hmm. 4G network. And the gigahertz of that is up to like 2.4 gigahertz. Mm -hmm. Giga is a thousand hertz. So, So just multiply that. And it's the power, basically, of this magnetic field. And we all know of Wi-Fi, right? You go to Starbucks, you go to a hotel, the Hilton. Anywhere. It's, we're in, we're yeah, in anywhere. a constant cloud of Wi-Fi. Yeah, I just connected to his Wi-Fi. It's called FBI van. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you guys want to come by. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and you see like 20 Wi-Fi signals, right? This is going to be just like a, a world Wi-Fi, think about it, where you can't really escape it. And so, so there's a lot of hikes I've been on, hiking trails, where you still get cell phone reception, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a few pe- places in the world where you don't, and you're in a canyon, mm-hmm. you're in a valley, you're in the Mexican cenotes, whatever, yeah. and you're grounded and you're away from it. That's going to be the safe places. But when this goes up, remember I said 2.3, 2.4, somewhere around mm-hmm. there, 100 5G is going to go up to 100 so gigahertz. 50 times more. Is it, is it a lower band frequency? Because I know that was the big difference from 3G to 4G. It's Well, the, you'll look up the advertisements on YouTube for it, which are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like their marketing is, you know, oh, the sexy thing, right? Yeah. And they say that it has um, faster latency time or, or, or increased latency. Mm-hmm. And like you were mentioning virtual reality, the woman in this advertisement was with future technology in cars that have to talk to each other and augmented reality. It's not faster speeds. It's the latency that's Mm -hmm. reduced. And so that's how all these things get marketed. I remember when the, the, the thing that you strap that EMF can't even remember, it's a little holder for your Android or your iPhone. Yeah. Like the little VR headsets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a recipe that I don't know. I can't really think of a faster way to destroy the brain mm. other than putting it in the microwave oven and turning it on. Um, mm. Because you're not only getting blasted with blue light this close to your face, but the EMFs, 4G, and now when we moved mm. up to 5G, that's going to be a recipe for brain cancer with probably... Yeah, I was going to say, explain here. that. Because so, yeah, you said everyone's just going to... Drop like flies. Yeah, drop like, like flies. So I'm just going to be like, oh, look, I'm downloading so fast. <laughs> yeah, it just pans out. So, like, how, how how does that happen? Like, how does that degradate humanity? Great question. Yeah. So the biggest, so non-native EMF. There's this great YouTube video I recommend watching. It's a two-hour lecture, and it's by a doctor. It's called the biological effects of EMF, and I think it's like the fourth one down. You'll see it's two hours long. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Mercola is writing a book on this. A lot more people are talking about non-native and electro EMF stands for electromagnetic fields. Mm-hmm. There's good ones from the earth and there's bad ones. <laughs> Most of the bad ones are man-made, but there are some good man-made ones like PEMF. Mm-hmm. But basically what non-native EMFs do, we have to have a little bit of context here. We have up to a hundred trillion cells in our body. Each cell has 
multiple power plants in them called mm -hmm. mitochondria. Mm -hmm. This is the basis for my company, MitoLife. And these are little, little batteries that generate an electric current, and they power up the cell. Like if you remember back to your, your learning in school, ATP, mm -hmm. energy currency of the body. It goes a little deeper than that. It's not really ATP that gives us energy. It's ATP that binds to water and changes the water. And that's where this all connects with drinking good water, bathing in good water. Yeah, but like what is good water now too? Like <clears throat> I've heard people say spring water is bad for you or you should drink distilled water, I've heard people say. That's a great question from Matt Blackburn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's finish up on the EMF and then I'll go into okay. that right after because that, well, that's a good segue. Okay. So just basically just in a nutshell, without going into a huge lecture on it, non-native EMF dehydrates us at the mitochondrial level because our, our power plants make CO2 and water. Non-native EMFs dehydrate us at the deepest level of our body. This means you're downing water and you're not getting hydrated mm -hmm. because the micro, what does the microwave oven do? It removes the water from the food. Because mm -hmm. you're getting cooked in a microwave. Same phenomenon. This is why I really am against dry fasting and I encourage people to focus on water. What's the other thing non-native EMFs do? Well, let me just finish on the water thing. When you're dehydrated, you can't absorb the sun as well. Your vitamin D goes down. Your melatonin goes down. Now your growth hormone goes down. Now your cancer rate, your cancer chance skyrockets with just vitamin D and melatonin deficiency, mm -hmm. chronic. So see how this all connects. And then let's also say that non-native EMF increases the production of nitric oxide. Viagra, that's how it works. Vasodilator, it dilates blood vessels. The bad thing is, it actually binds nitric oxide. This is what happens. It's like this whole chain reaction. Mm -hmm. the, the excess nitric oxide will react with reactive nitrogen species and create these things called peroxynitrites, which are like one of the most inflammatory substances known to man. Like this is the fastest way to age. This is why we're not living as long. So those are some of the, like, the scientifically proven effects of non-native EMF. So when someone tells you that they don't harm us, just don't even waste your breath because they're hopeless. There's way too much research out there of how harmful they are. Mm -hmm. And we do have the solutions. That's the positive side to that. That's cool. So uh, what, can we go back to the water? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's <laughs> so uh, I'm, one of those, I'm one of those guys that says spring water isn't optimal. Isn't? Is not. Okay. Yeah. And you and used to drink a lot of spring water. You used to drive 100 miles to go get spring water. So he doesn't just say things because he's like, no, I'm into this. Like, you actually do these things. and Yeah, I, I was mostly on well water, but almost the same thing. It was an aquifer mm -hmm. that was untouched. Yeah, so like Alex said, I, I've drank spring water exclusively. I've drank well water exclusively. I mean, exclusively meaning like for long periods for like a year straight. I've done RO water, different systems. I've done distilled water. I've done Berkey water, all of it, right? And I think what people forget with the spring water is that there's a smoke cloud surrounding the earth. So burning fossil fuels, car combustion, nitrogen oxide, sulfur dioxide that reacts with water droplets. Every time it rains, that's not just pure H2O. It's not just distilled water anymore. Mm. 
it has a yellowish tint to it by the time it gets to the ground. And you can look at it under a microscope and you see all this stuff swimming around. So the water that falls from the sky is not clean. And one of the worst things about the water falling from the sky is that it's full of acids, mm -hmm. sulfuric and nitric acid, which is strong enough to dissolve statues. Google pictures, acid rain statues. What's it doing to our freaking bones? Mm -hmm. And then people will say, well, the spring water I drink was here before the Industrial Revolution. And it depends. There are a lot of like there's one spring that I've been to in Yosemite National Forest called Fern Spring. And the water is bubbling up out of the earth. It's pretty cool to watch. And it's this little like pool, hmm. like a small little pool that it's bubbling up into. And then it goes down a little waterfall back into the earth. So it's this constant recycling. Okay. And what do you think is happening when it's reaching the surface? It's hitting those acids, that excess carbonic acid, mm -hmm. all of those, and then bringing it back down to the aquifer 24-7. And then there's the springs that maybe it's coming out of a pipe, and it's just, you know, it's constantly flowing up and just draining the deep, these deep underground little, like, cavities. Mm -hmm. But then what's the pipe made out of? Mm -hmm. Are you getting a lot of inorganic iron? Most likely, yes, because the acids in the air are reacting and rusting that iron. Mm -hmm. So as your pristine spring water is coming out of the pipe, it's dissolving that iron into it. And iron causes diabetes, lowers lifespan, causes heart disease, glucose dysregulation, on and on. I have a whole book on iron called Dumping Iron. Iron is not our friend in excess. It it's one of the most toxic things we could have in our body. Mm, what does iron antagonize? Um, copper. Okay. And what is copper so, good for? So copper is really deep. Copper activates 30 enzymes. And most people are, you know, I was told for years that I had anemia. Mm -hmm. And anemia is iron deficiency, right? Your ability to utilize iron to make it usable by the body is dependent upon a protein that your liver makes called ceruloplasm. And, and that activates copper. That activates iron. Okay. So this, this, this liver that has over 500 functions, most people are hammered because not only is that the processing place for our food and everything we ingest, it's our major detoxification organ mm. for chemicals. So this is why sweating in a far infrared sauna is so important. You could take charcoal, all the things to take the burden off the liver. And that will improve, I mean, especially combined with shilajit. Shilajit contains something called fulvic acid, which chelates and complexes. Inorganic copper, boom, it's going to transmute it. Inorganic iron, boom, it's going to transmute it. Breathing in glyphosate, breathing in heavy metals from the chemtrails, it's going to neutralize it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm such a fan of Shilaji. And it's such an easy thing to add into your coffee. It's bitter, just like coffee. Yeah. So, man, it's like so many... You go in so many different directions because then you just mentioned chemtrails. And <laughs> like... like um, I guess <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'm kind of curious about chemtrails. And I don't know, stuff you see on YouTube makes you think that they do use them. Oh, see, so he's taking something. <laughs> Was that a plug? <laughs> that's, his, that's, the, that's the best right there. 
It's acid. Bro, you know that you know how you do that whole thing where you're like, when you get to the bottom and you can't use the dropper, just take a shot. Yeah, I thought I was at the bottom <laughs> and I just poured out like a quarter of a bottle and I was like, I'll drink it. I was fine. I actually felt great. I just I love it. threw it in with some lemon water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've drank in oh. two bottles at once before. Um, really? But that's because I had an issue with the tops. They kind of broke, so I had to like shoot them. Oh my and, God. Uh, it felt great. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we'll get into um, what that was in uh, minor life. Yeah. Totally, but which I, I kind of cool. want to just ask about the chemtrails. Like, are you have you, the research you've done? You've found that they are they're really uh, like creating clouds and stuff, and weather uh, uh, manipulating the weather. Yeah, so there's yeah. a there's a website called geoengineeringwatch.org that's probably the best resource for this, and there's patents actually about geoengineering. Um, I can't name them by name. Alex Jones can. The patent number. <laughs> but they're literally weather modification is real, and there's mm. patents for it. And Geoengineering Watch, there's documentaries. That's just a great website. And you talk to people that have been around on this planet for, for a long time, like someone that's 60 or 70 or 80. Say, did you ever see streaks in the sky like that? I'll say, no. Mm. No, never saw that. So this is a new phenomenon. That's just a fact. Yeah. They're real. Um, and sorry, we have Brookhaven National Laboratory right here on Long Island where we are. Um, my friend works there. Um, he works for the Department of Defense, but his father works for, he's like a head at the Department of Energy. And they have declassified projects talking about modifying the weather. They did it in the Olympics like eight years ago when they stayed in China. By modifying the weather, though, like how far does it go? Can they make it snow? Can they make it sunny out and like, remove the clouds? Can they do that? In essence, yeah. Because I think what it is is they put these charged particles into the atmosphere. And then you've heard of like HARP. What does HARP stand for? High, um, high uh, altitude. High altitude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Research project. There like you go. High altitude aurora research project. Okay, that's it. Yeah. And what? Um, what were you saying? And they pretty much are able to like electrify the sky. And I don't know. Maybe they just kind of reverse engineer the way these things normally work. Um, but between these heavy metals that they put into the sky, and then um, these different technologies they have, they're able to manipulate the weather. So it's definitely not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Look up a test Nikola Tesla documentary on YouTube by oh, the yeah. History Channel. I showed this to the kids when I used to be a teacher. Mm. He made an earthquake. This was on the History Channel. Nikola Tesla made an earthquake machine that shook the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm -hmm. And someone said if, the, if he would have kept it on for another minute, it would have taken down the bridge. Wow. You know, Wardenclyffe was right here on Long <laughs> Island. That tower where he had the wireless electricity it was on the North Shore awesome. out east. Yeah. yeah, they have a that documentary now. Nikola Tesla's death ray that's on History Channel too. They every week you don't watch TV, but every week yeah. uh, they they you know reveal something new about Nikola Tesla. That's cool. Wow. And how they uh, FBI like why would the FBI be at where his house and like take stuff? You, know, like, you ask those questions. There's a few guys like that, like Wilhelm Reich. They burned all this guy's shit. You know. Um, and a lot of these like really, really interesting, profound free thinkers who came up with a lot of controversial stuff. Yeah. They just have really tragic stories. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Bob Beck, a hero of mine, he got bloodied and beaten and 
harassed by the FDA before he died. And I think he created the best device of the century, honestly, for health. What? Um, the, the blood cleaner, um, 50 to 100 microamperes on the radial and ulnar artery to wipe out all infections in the blood. Mm-hmm. Patented. MIT, Albert Einstein, College of Medicine. Yep. I think that was awesome. Uh, BobBeck.com has all the info, old articles on that. They were wiping out like herpes and HIV and all kinds of things out of people's blood. When, oh, yeah. When was that? Are those the soda machines? Is that what that is? Those are, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's one company that, that made the devices based upon his work. And mm-hmm. there's a lot, but Sota is like one of the most prominent. Yeah. And okay. I actually have a device on the way that I bought that was a huge investment called the Amp Coil. And you brought up Royal Rife. Mm. It actually it uses three things together, PEMF, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. It uses an amplifier, so it uses sound, and it uses Rife frequencies and biofeedback. So it's actually this little Android tablet. You, you talk into vowels, A-E-I-O-U, mm-hmm. and it reads the disharmony in your voice, similar to light detector technology. Mm. And it'll, it'll feed that into the software, which then pretty much diagnoses all the pathogens you have, any imbalance. And then it'll create the antidote frequency, put that through a huge amplifier, that would like, like for bands that would blow out windows. Really? And it feeds that amped up energy into the PEMF coil, which is like a Tesla coil okay. that you put on different parts of your body. Oh, that's and cool. I've had was- quantum biofeedback done before, which is kind of similar, um, but they do electrodes on your head and on your wrists. So and what is that to do? What is it? Like example, right? Like everything that's a part of you is based in some kind of frequency, right? And everything that exists, like even matter is just, you know, lower uh, vibrational Constantly moving. Correct. Yeah. So th- some of these machines literally have the frequency numbers for Apple, right? So we take Apple. Apple's 5597654, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then I shoot the Apple frequency at you. And whatever comes back to me, and this is just one way they're able to check out food intolerances with people. They can feed you an apple without feeding you an apple. And the biofeedback response that comes from your body will tell them whether or not this is something you can eat or you, you can't eat um, or that you'll be able to assimilate. Now, likewise, they can do that with parasites, with like just about anything. Is that kind of like what you were saying? But this uses an actual rife coil, which is pretty freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a browned up Tesla coil that shoots out a magnetic pulse. And Royal Rife, he called it the mortal oscillatory rate. Mm-hmm. So each little crater and pathogen, and there's a bunch of different Lyme ones, like spirochetes, different ones. And each one has a specific signature to it. And think of it like an opera singer singing with a certain pitch, and she could break glass or heat. It's the same thing with this frequency medicine but the powerful thing that's never been combined is like i have a sota pemf it's mm-hmm. like 300 bucks and that's a little paddle that you actually have it here and this can every magnetic field has a frequency with it but the cool thing about this new technology the amp coil is that embeds that frequency mm-hmm. specific to you into the magnetic field so it mm-hmm. penetrates deeper um, but yeah, this is the Sota one. Oh, so wow. I got to tell up. you too, when you watch the playback on this, your third eye looks lit because every time you turn your head, <laughs> there's like a there's like a diamond right in the your center of your forehead. You yeah. see that? I've been noticing it too. I could see it. I yeah. thought I thought, he, I thought it was <laughs> at first. I thought it was ashes for Ash Wednesday. Like, <laughs> it's like he doesn't seem religious to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah that that's really interesting that's cool <laughs> <laughs> so cool that's cool but yeah the, the chemtrails they're gnarly they have like nine ingredients eight or nine ingredients probably more but nine eight or nine major ones mm -hmm. and people know about the aluminum the barium the strontium but the so heavy metals radiation but what about the ethylene bromide that's like the number three and that displaces iodine in the body so being in the vegan vegetarian community i'm working to educate these people yo it wasn't protein that built the brain it was seafood and not only are our needs higher for dha and iodine because of the toxicity the non-native emfs the chemtrails but it was it was seafood that contained DHA, iodine, selenium, zinc, copper. Mm -hmm. But the DHA and iodine, iodine's not just for the thyroid, it's throughout the body. Mm -hmm. And iodine is a super antiviral. It's a super, uh, it, it really kills pathogens. So just to go, let's say, on Amazon or whatever website, get Lugol's iodine, transdermal, mm -hmm. 10 bucks a bottle, and you do three drops. Alex and I have been doing this for years. Just mm -hmm. rub your wrist together. And that's excellent if you have, you know, halogen exposure. It's it's one of the halogens like chlorine, bromine, fluorine. That's all in the tap now, water. Transdermal iodine, you can't overdose on it, right? Because I actually know a kid who went to a coma from ingesting too much iodine. Yeah, it's it, your body kind of chooses what it needs, which mm -hmm. is why I like transdermal anything. Mm -hmm. um, I have a YouTube video on my foot bath: magnesium chloride, borax, baking soda. And you could do high-dose magnesium through your feet, and it will not send you to the toilet like magnesium citrate would that mm. you take orally. Cool, cool. So you mentioned uh, that fish is what built our brains, eating fish, making us human, basically. So like, what do you say to like the people that, are, that believe the mushroom ate theory? Like we mon monkeys ate some mushrooms, and then that's really what developed our brains. Yeah, the, the Terrence McKenna thing, I think it was yeah. it was definitely a combination, but I don't think it was eating land animals like bison and stuff. Um, to me, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I think it was, I mean, what's easier, fishing and collecting mollusks, clams and oysters and stuff on the shore, or hunting? It's a lot more work to hunt. Mm -hmm. So we evolved along coastal regions. And just a thousand milligrams or one gram of DHA increases neurogenesis by 40%. What's neurogenesis? It's your brain growing itself, making new brain cells. And so, yeah, it was mainly DHA that built the brain, but um, there are a lot of substances that have the neurogenesis effect. DHA is one of them, ginkgo biloba, sex, exercise. Psilocybin mushrooms is another one, psilocin, LSD, and uh, different plants around the world. They actually do, they upregulate progenitor neurons, mm -hmm. birth of new brain cells. And we were told we can never regrow our brain. All the brain cells that we have is all we've ever had. Well, we've been told a lot of stuff too, mm -hmm. a lot of other stuff. You actually had you had Dennis on here what like two months ago? Yeah, Dennis McKenna on. He was talking about mushrooms, uh, of course, and ayahuasca and uh, DMT. Nice, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, those those are great tools. I find that a lot of people can get stuck in that world, and 
I don't. I wouldn't say addicted. I mean, I don't. I don't know how. I mean, you there's nothing addicted not stuff. addicting about tripping your balls off. Let's be serious. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot of fun, and you could definitely go overboard. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. I I, I look at it this way: if <coughs> most people have brain damage, so if you can increase the structure, structural integrity of the brain, mm -hmm. then you ingest these things, upload this new information. It could be a huge benefit. But I think yeah. it, for the average person with the average burnt out brain, hmm. I think it's dangerous. Like, I mean, chronic DHA yeah. deficiency, chronic magnesium deficiency, that kind of makes you mentally retarded to some degree, just those two alone. Mm -hmm. so, but, but then you stack toxicity and all this other right. stuff, and you're like, okay, you don't really, it's not really starting with the healthy brain. So, so you have messed with psychedelics, I'm guessing, in the past? <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of believe, like, you know, Alan Watts, you know, mm -hmm. you know how he said, uh, once you get the message, hang up the phone, basically, referring to psychedelics. But Terrence and Dennis are the complete opposite way, how they say you just never stop learning from these things. So there's no limit to how many mm -hmm. you take and how many times you do it because you're just going to continue to learn something. Until you die of brain cancer. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Is that, that's what, ter that's what Terrence, Terrence It was brain cancer? Of, yeah. Yeah. Wow, but Dennis is still going strong. Dennis is still going. Strong. He's doing ayahuasca in Peru right now. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Not even kidding, and he's sixty-eight. That's crazy. Yeah, so that is awesome. I don't know. Like, is it? Just, I guess it's our each body's different. Each meat sack. Yeah, you know, and if these things have such an amazing, profound effect, with most people who've taken them can agree with, how could something that's so beneficial, you know, of course it's going to have another side to it, you know, like. It's the best medicine in the world unless you don't take it correctly or under the right supervision. Then it's, it's just powerful. and It's potent. Mm -hmm. So I think it could have either effect. I agree. Yeah, and another way, I, I agree with Alex there. I think there, there are continuous tools to be used with respect, um, and we could always keep learning. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of an ego thing to say, oh, close the door. I'm done learning. It's like, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I look at it like kind of social media too. Uh, like social media, I have, I've seen over the years, many friends, I'm quitting social media, big announcement, ego <laughs> boost, you know, yep. quitting social media. We're I was gonna off. until I got all these comments about how I shouldn't quit social media. Yeah. All these dopamine <laughs> shots. Oh man, how long, how long can I keep this up for? I can't yeah. wait for someone to reaffirm the way I feel. Yeah. I think I knew someone that quit social media like five times and came back like, Within Sick. a week or a month each time. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Like I've done that in the past. Like, <laughs> I actually. Yeah. I did the Facebook profile delete years ago. Yeah. And uh, I left it deleted though. I guess how long? Do you, I don't remember how long it had to be, but I think it had to be for like quite a few weeks before they actually deleted your profile off. And then Snapchat just backed does it, that too. Yeah, yeah. Ba backed it up on a hard drive somewhere. And it's, <laughs> it's sitting there. I deleted mine and then just made a new one. Yo, you know, I've thought about that too because you were just talking about this pedophilia thing and like all these things that are are being disclosed. Like when, like, uh, like Kassar talks about, he's like, um, you know, the age of Aquarius, all secrets to be revealed. Um, oh shit, I just lost my train of thought. Yo, dude, send me some fucking DHA, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he lost his, but he can't remember anything. <laughs> And I, you're retarded. I think we could kind of go into like what you do at Mito Life because you said you only had an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sounds great. Yeah, um, dude, don't let me. When I put these headphones on, I told him the same thing. I first yeah. time I, I I recorded with him, I'm like, dude, it's like we're in a different dimension. 
Yeah, I look. Yeah. I'm like, great. It's been four hours. We went. Yeah, we <laughs> legit went three hours. Yeah, and it's, that's how I feel every time I'm on here. It's like we've already been on for over an hour. I oh, think. Shit. We could do. We could do like an hour and a half and cool if you guys want to. Cool. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. So no. Um. And I told him I was like I was like I told him about you and I was like and he has this product that he's been putting out for quite a while now, and it's actually the real deal. Like I've actually taken it. Um. And I should just keep. Honestly, I have to just do the reoccurring order thing, so it just keeps coming to my crib. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 good stuff. Yeah, take it away, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send me a message. Yeah. Do you want to explain okay. what what you do with my yeah, own life? Yeah. Explain. You know how okay, it is. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if we were gonna keep rolling with with other stuff. So. Um, yeah. So basically, my journey started with seafood and with learning about omega three DHA and a heavy seafood diet. And I'm an experimenter. So when I I never really fully finished the story to now, but whatever, it's just the story. But <laughs> when I went from vegetarian to vegan, I actually went I broke my vegan fast with a bison burger. And I, I went back paleo and vegetarian over the last like four years, um, probably like three times. And uh, each time I did it, I learned more and more. And so with the seafood thing, when I got to the understanding that it was seafood that built our brain and that seafood is like the major food for the human spacesuit, I was like, wow, okay. So I started doing anywhere from one to two dozen oysters a week, sometimes more, raw. And I hated the taste and I did it anyway and I kept it up. And then I did uh, four, I mean, lemon and lime made a little easier, lime juice, but... Mm -hmm. And then I did like four, four or five days a week, I would do smoked salmon. And I would take it to work, the little packages from Whole Foods, you know, whatever, you know, line caught, the sustainable stuff. Mm -hmm. And it definitely helped. I did feel smarter. But at the same time, I did feel the influence of the parasite thing. And I felt the influence of the heavy metals, the methylmercury, the most neurotoxic metal known to man, where one drop shuts down an entire lake. And so then, then I, uh, eventually that led me to algae and I've been a fan of algae for years, spirulina, chlorella. Then I later I got into astaxanthin and now I'm into AFA blue, you know, I was into blue green algae for a while. There's so many different species. And again, those are related to the ocean, right? To water. But this DHA piece is really powerful because this is a structural component of our spacesuit, three pounds of it in the central and peripheral nervous system. It's embedded in our fat, in our, in our cell membrane and our mitochondrial membrane. So in the cell wall, the mitochondrial wall, it's a struct, think of it like scaffolding. And when it's there, omega-3, think of it as the most negatively charged substance on the planet. Colloidal silver is negatively charged. That's how it works. But DHA is negatively charged. Omega-6, positively charged. There's like this battery. But the reason why a lot of the people right now are so sick is because that ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 is so imbalanced. It should be like a one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. And most people have six times the omega-6 to the omega-3. And like I said, omega-6 is inflammatory, a.k.a. positively charged. But we need that. Yin-yang, positive nine, minus, male-female, 
So it's that battery that's created in the cell wall. There's a voltage. And one cell actually, one, one mitochondria makes enough voltage to power 1,500 houses in the U.S. for an entire year. It's that much energy. Mm. And the more mitochondria, the more magnetic field. So with that, every electric field, there's a magnetic field perpendicular to it. So where is DHA? It's where most of our mitochondria are. And that's in the eye, in the brain, in the heart, and in the testes and the ovaries. Because these are the most magnetic parts of our body. And when DHA is there, we can actually generate a bigger magnetic field, a more coherent magnetic field. When DHA is missing, then we have a weaker magnetic field, which means EMFs overpower us because they're, they're way stronger and our body can't push them off. So this is part of like getting your power back, getting your mind back, getting your energy back, tired all the time. A lot of it's related to your magnetic field that you're creating. Is it weak or is it strong? And so minding your magnetic field, actually strengthening it through various means, this is one of the easiest ways to do it because you're just taking something. Mm -hmm. And the studies show that 1,200 milligrams plus build your DHA levels daily. And three months builds the blood, 12 months builds the tissues. So it goes from the blood into the tissues. But there's some details with it. That's why this is kind of like an interactive supplement, supplement and I have to kind of educate people on it because there's a lot of little details to it. It's not just gonna get into your tissues. Right now I have iristech.co, iris software on the screen. So I'm not looking at white light right now. It has like a red filter over it with this $10 software. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that, I'd be wearing blue blocking glasses. And this is, connects with DHA. Real quick, <laughs> is F-Lux no good anymore? It's not as good as this one. Okay. Yeah, this actually is a lot more advanced. Cool. Um, so if I didn't have it, I'd be using these, which are yellow glasses, mm -hmm. which block 50% of the blue light, but like, still keep my brain on. Blue blockers. Blue blockers, yeah. Cool. And, and blue light, for those of you who don't know, it's the blue wavelength of light. So these, these LED screens, these monitors, are blue lit, blue backlit. They could have made them red, but no, they chose blue. And blue is four times the sun. So you're staring at the sun at 7, 8, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. And what do you think that's going to tell your brain? It's going to tell it's Stay daytime. awake, yeah. Stay up. Mm -hmm. And blue light is what actually wakes up our brain first thing in the a.m. So this is a big thing that I educate people on. Every like client that I work with, every person that needs help that's not feeling well, what's the number one thing to do? It's to get outside first thing upon waking, barefoot, look towards the sun, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, and just look towards the sun and right like 15 degrees below it, do it where it's comfortable and get that light in your eyes, those biophotons. And what that's going to do is it actually, if you have DHA there, you're going to make melatonin in your eye, mm -hmm. which later with these blue blockers, and mitigating artificial light, you're going to make melatonin in your pineal gland. So melatonin production starts in your eye with light in the AM. And that has a whole host of effects. It, it wakes up your pituitary gland. Just remember, the pituitary, the hypothalamus, and the pineal gland are all light-sensitive glands in the brain. They respond to light. And the pineal gland even has rods and cones. 
And the pineal gland only makes melatonin when our eye doesn't have that light exposure at night. So this is the whole timing mechanism. You have clocks in your eye, and you have clocks in every cell in your body, pretty much. And you set the clock in your eye with AM sunlight, then that sets the clock in your suprachiasmatic nucleus, your hypo in your hypothalamus gland, there's a, there's a part called this SCN, and that's the master clock of the brain. And that tells the rest of the clocks what time it is. And so with light, there's intensity of light, there's the Intent, there's the lux, um, and then there's also the color temperature me me uh, measured in Kelvin. And from sunrise, it's like 1800, noon, it goes up to 5700, and then at nighttime, it goes back down to 1800. Mm. Your phone and every screen we look at, TV, phone, it's all noonday sun. It's all 5700 to like 6800 Kelvin. That's way far from sunrise and sunset. So pretty much people are giving their brain, when looking at their phone, you know, 100 times a day, each time they look at their phone, they're setting their clock mm. to noon. And that causes disease because that throws off all the other clocks, the timing mechanism. And everything with health is about timing. And we know that is true with sleep because you know that you feel different when you go to bed at 10 versus 11 versus midnight versus mm -hmm. 3 a.m. We know that it's about what time you go to sleep. So the body really works on time. And DHA, basically, its job, omega-3 DHA, is to turn light into an electric current. That's its job. And for anyone skeptical, I'm not making that up. It's Michael Crawford. Look up GoEd Conference on YouTube. And he talks about, I mean, it's really deep science. But DHA, this is also Dr. Bazan. kind of looked into it. DHA at this level. It's a 22 carbon long chain fatty acid. So if you think about fatty acids, you have sh you have short chain, uh, medium chain, long chain. Short chain, we could think of like butter, super stable. Medium chain, think of like coconut oil, right? MCTs. Mm. And then long chain, that's like your omega threes. Mm. So you have alpha linoleic acid, DALA, DHA, and EPA dicosahexaenoic acid, icosapentaenoic acid. Those are the major three omega-3s. But why do I barely have any EPA in here? Why do I mostly have DHA? It's because 80% of the omega-3s in our body are DHA. Hmm. So this is part of like the fish oil scam over the years. That This has been, the industry kind of bought it out. As far as fish versus algae, the fish industry, the fish oil industry, that's multi-billion dollar industry. So they can kind of skew the research a little bit. Whereas the fact of the matter is, where do the fish get their DHA? It's from algae. It's from microalgae. And the algae in this is called uh, schizochytrium. So it's 50% uh, DHA by weight. Hmm. So you'll hear marine phytoplankton, um, E3 Live, like AFA. These companies, some of the, they're great products, but they'll say, Source of omega, omega fatty acids, source of fatty acids. It's not necessarily true. Hmm. Or you go to the store and you see hemp hearts. It says high in omega-3s. But what they didn't tell you, that's high in ALA. And that's very poorly converted 
to DHA because mm -hmm. the liver has to do that conversion. Mm -hmm. Remember what I, we talked about the liver, it's hammered. <laughs> so for men, it's only 4% efficient. For, for women, it's 9% efficient. Okay. That is converting ALA to DHA. And yeah, so basically what we're trying to do with DHA is build it up in the system. And the fastest way to build it up is by that AM sun practice which actually recycles DHA in your retina. So you have a short loop of DHA and a long loop to the liver. And retinol or vitamin A and DHA actually recycle themselves. This means you need less of them. Mm -hmm. This means you, you, you maintain them with getting light in your eyes. It's a signal. And um, that's, that's super powerful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so wake up with the sun, basically. As the sun rises, you should be rising? No, well, yes, but not exactly. You don't need to. So yeah. whether you got done partying last night at, at 1 a.m. and you're waking up at 11 a.m. or noon, still go outside and get that signal. Hmm. You're, the, whole, the whole, I mean, yes, sunrise is, is the ultimate. I moved up to the mountains and I have to drive like an hour to see the sunrise or the sunset. So I always oh, miss wow. it. But I do make sure first thing and throughout the day to just get some blue light in my eye from the sun because the magic of blue light is it does create reactive oxygen species. It creates free radicals in the eye, in the retina, it does. But DHA is supposed to be there to catch it and transmute it. Hmm. So DHA prevents, it, it, it kind of takes the blow, but what's really powerful is neurological stuff so depression anxiety any kind of neurological disorders Bipolar. i work with clients with these things mm -hmm. um, and it's, so, it's a light it, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. this is how skype is too it's like everyone's always like can i go next it's because there's a slight <laughs> delay but um so is is this vegan this product could vegans have this yeah it's vegan friendly 100%. so it's so fish aren't killed to get it to, it's from it, algae. It's just from algae. Okay, so algae aren't real animals. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are you supposed to eat if everything's alive? Well, that's the big difference between you know. I always like the perspective of like that. You look at mammals. Mammals only. Um, I think this is something Robert Cassar said was that mammals only. Um, they only have like one, two, three, four children, right? Like human beings, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you move to like dogs and they have a litter, like five or six. And then you move to fish. Rabbits. And reptiles. Mm -hmm. And as you see, as like kind of as the consciousness, not to talk shit, but what the hell, what the fuck is an animal going to say to me? Mm -hmm. As you move down the spectrum, they have more and more offspring. Whereas an algae bloom is like insane. Yeah. Um, likewise, fish. But in know? a way, like you could say <clears throat> plants are more intelligent than we are mm -hmm. they can communicate through the earth you know like the, hundreds of miles away that like there's like That's you know so like in a way who's to say who's smarter or more sophisticated it's true and that's also why i eat meat but <laughs> <laughs> um and at least looking at it from like an ethical standpoint because if you look at like microorganisms um that live underneath the ground yeah, they communicate from miles away, like mm -hmm. literally, like my, like like funguses. Yeah, are in, ingenious, which is crazy. Um, but Here's it's it's vegan media. friendly. Uh, I I just want to say I was meditating on this in my drive to L.A. the other day. Mm -hmm. I meditate on parasites. 
And so my thing <laughs> is, do we get parasites? I'm, I'm not talking, people say, oh, you get parasites from veggies, Matt. Okay, I'm not talking about the microscopic ones, guys. I'm talking about the macro parasites. The beef, fish, pork tapeworm, the hookworm, the roundworm, the pinworm, all these worms, okay, we get them from flesh. Right. And so, so this is just, I'm just talking factual here. I'm not even going to go spiritual mm. at all about it. And we know that everything living, well, some parasites don't have a cardiovascular system. Mm -hmm. They don't have a heart like the hookworm mm -hmm. and, the, and the pinworm. But, but let's just say hypothetically that every parasite is a living being that generates a magnetic field, right? It has a frequency like Royal Rife said. And with every electric field, there's a magnetic field. So it's generating fields. What's the, what 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 is that frequency that those different hell mints H E L mints? That's mm. what a parasite's called. What are they emitting? Is it a frequency of hell? Well, I look at what it does to the body. It's actually stealing light from the body. Mm -hmm. They suck your blood. Why they're getting your blood? They're getting your light because hemoglobin stores light. Mm -hmm. oh, man. The ferry boat for light. Yeah. So these are these are vampires. That's crazy. <laughs> It's so cool to think about this. Oh, man. That's gnarly. Now, here's another one, too. Let's say my parents ate meat, right? And then they had me. Am I born with parasites because my mother ate meat when I was in the womb? Or is it just when I finally get my chompers on some flesh? Is that when they, they come in? They're like, all right, guys, let's get in there. <laughs> yeah. Or are you born with these critters? Or like, have they been generational? That's a great question. So as far as I know, when you're born, you're clean. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you take your first breath of that hospital air or whatever, you know, ideally your mom, I was a C-section baby, mm -hmm. but ideally you come out of the vaginal canal. Mm -hmm. Canal. You spend your whole life trying canal. to get back in, I know. <laughs> what a bitch, right? <laughs> and while you're coming out, you're actually inoculated by your mother's bacteria. Mm -hmm. And if you miss that, miss that, then you have a weakened immune system. Mm -hmm. And there's some colostrum is good. I like adding my own blood to my sauerkraut and stuff. There's different things you could do to hack that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it's mostly the environment. That yeah. You get and it. how about even being born in a hospital? I, I, I don't, I've never gone to a hospital when I'm not really, really messed up. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. usually where people go when they're sick. Yeah, my, my niece had a, uh, a vaginal birth out of my sister. That's usually how that works. <laughs> and uh, we actually had a lotus birth where the kid was connected to the, um, uh, the, uh, yeah, the umbilical cord to mm -hmm. the uh, placenta. Oh. And it actually pumps nutrients into the child for three days. But when they see it, they're like, what is that that came out after the baby? And they throw it in the garbage. Meanwhile, they're finding out these stem cells that are in umbilical cords can literally like bring people back to life and stuff. It's insane. Oh, so yeah, a lot, right a lot of listens, shit's backwards, you know? It is. Yeah, those are great points. Alex. And I'm just excited to say for anyone listening that's about to have a baby, save that umbilical cord. Mm -hmm. Because with stem cell therapy, as it advances and gets cheaper, I've heard it's as cheap as $8,000 right now really? in Mexico and certain places. That's crazy. And they, they don't even have to do bone marrow. They do subcutaneous in the stomach. You know, it's crazy. My sister's actually a birth doula today, too. So she does postpartum uh, placenta preparation and stuff like that, too. Uh, literally a part of the placenta is given to the mother to eat right after childbirth. It helps bring in that first week colostrum. Like, 
It's insane, dude. All this lingo, I've I'm lost almost. It's like, titty milk, yeah. man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Give me layman's terms, because I don't think uh, <laughs> most. Pe- I think I'm in the boat with most people. Like this, this, these mm-hmm. terminology is a little foreign. And I I tone it down a lot, but now you get to meet all my cool weird friends. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome yeah. stuff. This is like I'm learning. But it's like an overload almost. Like uh, mm-hmm. it's like uh, that's why we got it recorded, right? <laughs> yeah, I have to re-listen <laughs> yeah. to all this. That's yeah, a lot of people have me on the podcast um, multiple times. It's kind of fun. You yeah, do you want, if you want, we can invite you back, man. And I guess this whole thing, as you go into the blue light and the DH, everything explains why you are red right now. Your shirt's what color is your shirt right now? Yeah, I have a, I have a, I could show you. It's a big red light panel. Okay. I think I can move it around. Nice. Yeah, you probably just see a ball of light, but I have it hanging on the back of my door. Cool. And there's a lot of different red light machines out. Most of them are over a thousand. I have one on my website that's like 750. Hmm. But we have these cells in our testes called Leydig cells, and they respond to red light. And when light hits those, you actually triple testosterone production. It's so like, you just moved to the mountain and started started tanning your balls like way <laughs> more than you used to. That's amazing. What What is your background? Is it just you learned all this stuff from listening and reading books? Or like did you go to school for this kind of stuff? I have a bachelor's degree with alternative and uh, complementary alternative health. But most of it was experimentation. So I never let my schooling get in the way of my education, as the quote goes. And I did read quite a bit of books, and I have a big library here, but most of what what I share is experiential. And to me, I think that's where the wisdom comes from, mm-hmm. and that's way more important than knowledge, is the application yeah. of the knowledge. And that's what I've been doing, and I think that's the true value, is because you don't really know until you do it. Mm-hmm. And there is this aspect of scientism that's really prominent, which is, you know, it's, it's a religion, the science religion. Mm-hmm. And there was this great TED talk that got taken down called, um, mm. I was telling about scientism. I can't remember the guy. Uh, it was really good. He was pretty much breaking down our super scientific mind. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways to learn we can learn experientially that's just as valid as a book mm-hmm. is reading and studying. Oh, absolutely. I, and, I, and I get, yeah, go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. I was just going to say empirical evidence is truly, for me, the only evidence, you know, if I can get biblical for yeah. a second, a, a bad tree bears bad fruit, a good tree bears good fruit. So the proof is in the pudding. If you do something, you know, people go, what have you been doing? Oh, I've been drinking algae. Well, that's, <laughs> that's fucking nuts. You seem great. <laughs> maybe I should try that, you know? Yeah. Because there's a million articles out there. There's a million opinions. Everyone has an opinion. Um, but the proof is yeah. truly in the pudding. Like, I've watched Matt grow as an individual over the last, like, almost decade. And, and seeing what he's doing now, it's pretty profound. And he's literally living the example of what he's it's putting a whole out there different, for people. It's a whole different world. Like you and his DHA oil is the real deal. Yeah. Um, other people's is kind of more... Like, it's, it's much more potent than a lot of the other things that you'll find on the market. And because you drink it, because you care. Because, like, it's not, a, it's not a ploy. It's, I do this myself. I do this for myself. And I want to give this to you guys as well, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate all that. Yeah, and it's been really cool to grow with you, too. <laughs> and, uh, and 
And yeah, I do. I, I might even have to back off because the amp coil told me that my fatty acids were off, which means I, because uh, I've been mega dosing omega three, <laughs> so I actually think I need some more omega sixes. But oh, I'm man. going into two years of it. So okay, is uh, MCT oil along the same lines as DHA? It's different. Yeah. So MCTs are um, they don't get stored in the body. Um like like long chain fatty acids mm. so you take something like i like c8 uh i use this company perfect keto c8 and it, it's within medium chain within mct so mct for those of you that don't know it's an extract of coconut oil mm-hmm. and so um, they take out the lauric acid so it's just it's just very very clean um, or they don't take out the lauric acid they take out most of the other stuff and so it's like a pure liquid and there's C8, C10, and C12. And these are the length of the carbons. And C8 is the best. It has, it, it's metabolized the fastest. It has, it's just easier absorbed, has less laxative effect. C10's next, the next one, and then the worst is C12. So you eat coconut oil, you're getting C8, C10, and C12. You megadose coconut oil, you might get like a laxative effect. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's C12. So the benefit of taking MCTs, especially if it's just C8 or C8 and C10, mm-hmm. is that you don't have that laxative effect. So I add that to my coffee with ghee cool. Monday through Friday, and it's really powerful. And MCT oil is good for the brain, right? It's brain development, same kind of thing? <clears throat> it's an exogenous source of ketones, so it can help um, balance you out if you've been caloric restricting like I do every day or if you intermittent fast. Um, fats in general, this is why you'll notice if you're on a high carb program, you're hungry more often. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're, you're my crazy friend, Ron Matt, who's been doing it for years and he's a fruitarian. He mm-hmm. just eats one meal a day. But, uh, I, I noticed that my hunger is a lot less doing higher fat. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't really talk being, about being that, that adrenal carrot type too. You're going to do you know better on, on that. Dude, you give me bananas for breakfast. I'm like, cool. What are we going to eat? you know so you you kind of i heard i've heard some stuff how like the less food you eat the better because literally your body you're going to die quicker the more you eat because your body has to keep working to break it all down um so like yeah i I read like it's better to eat less so because your body it makes sense like your body isn't gonna have to work as much your body goes your body goes into a catabolic state when it has to begin breaking things down versus a building state when it's able to fast yeah so i i I eat some i eat some sweet potatoes and we take a drop of my blood and we look at it it's chaos for an hour even the healthiest food it's chaos in your blood for an hour really what is that clicking sound? Because at first I thought someone might have been like clipping oh. their toenails, and I'm like, no, no one has no. 90 toenails. This is this working. thing we have plugged in the wall for like to keep spiders away. It's like a little, it's a noise. Oh, spiders oh, really? don't like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so let's kind of let's kind of sum up. Um, what water do we drink? Do we drink distilled water? <laughs> No, okay. no, no. Yeah. Um, so the reason we don't is because I mean it depends. So the question with filtering water is what is what are you starting with? Mm-hmm. And there's this great website ewg.org tap water database. 
Environmental Working Group, Tap Water Database. You put in your zip code and you find out what's in your municipal water. And I, up here in the mountains, they barely chlorinate the water and they don't add any fluoride. Mm -hmm. And fluoride is the main offender. Like if you get a whole house system, it's not the chlorine, it's the fluoride you mainly want to mm -hmm. take out. That you wash your clothes in, that you wash your produce in, mm -hmm. you brush your teeth with. It's the fluoride that you want to take out. But as far as drinking, there's only one way to get the acids out, and that's reverse osmosis. Or you could do an alkaline ionizer which is like thousands of dollars. And those things are a scam because you measure the parts per million in a, with a TDS meter mm -hmm. before and after, and it barely changes. Now, I was curious so, about this because I, I was always under the, the uh, impression that the RO systems get 99% of everything out except for those acids, which either have to come out through an ionization process or through some kind of like a cation filter. Um, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's yeah, really but, no way to drink the right water unless you want to spend thousands of dollars on a filter. No, 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 no. no, no build no, your own. Match no, with no. me half. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a video on how to drink the best water ever, mm. and I break it down for like a half hour of my whole water philosophy. That's definitely worth watching. Definitely. And I, in that, I feature the system that I use. It's Can a I guarantee you that real quick? Hold on. Already put the link right here and <laughs> yeah. click that to learn how to drink water. Sick, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a 12 stage reverse osmosis system. And with reverse osmosis systems, you'll see like your Costco four or five stage, you'll see six stage, eight stage, whatever. The more stages, generally, the better. There's companies that have 14 stages. But generally, if you get around like 10, 12, you're doing really, really well. And stages are compartments that mm -hmm. the water pressurizes through. So it's, pressure, it's a pressure system. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a, there's a positive and negative thing to that. I have a Berkey gravity system in my closet for stuff hits the fan, no electricity needed. You just pour water over the top. Mm -hmm. But if someone's going to start, I would say reverse osmosis. Just go for the best. Because what, you're going to spend two $300 on a water distiller, on a Berkey filter, why not just spend an extra 100 or 200 400 it's 400 bucks he's he's saying that because he bought a water distiller and a Berkey filter and a one stage and a two stage <laughs> and a five stage <laughs> which is right, that's yeah. that's great it ties back into what you were talking about with experimental research like you've actually done these things you've spent the money you've been down the road so you kind of can speak from experience which is awesome i one thing that you mentioned that was really cool i saw in one of your videos the other day is how when we go out in the sun, how the sun actually kind of cooks the water that's inside of our body and cleans it for us. So everyone's like, I need perfect water, but you kind of also need the sun, right? True. I would say the sun's more important. Despite, I mean, but I, I'm, I'm always kind of like, why not do both kind mm -hmm. of thing? Yeah. But there's this great book called um, um, The Fourth Phase of Water by Dr. Gerald Pollack, and he was a professor at the University of Washington, a scientist. And he wrote this whole book on how water, you know, solid, liquid, gas, fourth phase. Mm -hmm. And the fourth phase is actually what it is in our body. And it's not, it's different. It's a different structure. Mm -hmm. And it's a liquid crystal. Um, and it, it has a very specific geometry to it, That's like a, a tetrahedron. Oh, cool. Uh, I believe. And, uh, or, or, or no, it's a honeycomb. 
It's a honeycomb. Yeah. Okay. And that, I mean, but maybe if three dimensional will be a tetrahedron. <laughs> yeah. and, and the honeycomb shape actually is, is the perfect shape for a battery. So it's called an exclusion zone water. And he did studies with Nathion tubes. So there's hydrophilic, water loving, and hydrophobic substances. Mm. And our cell, like the deepest parts of us that have, they're surrounded by water, a water layer, are, wa are, are hydrophilic, they're water loving. And he found that, that he took this Nathion tube and he ran <coughs> water, water through it and he just shined an infrared light on it. And he watched that it actually created movement. Wow. And it actually changed the water. Um, that's crazy. So light alone can cause flow. Cool. And man. that's what I've been experimenting with, with exercise. Mm -hmm. And who knows if that, uh, you know, there's arguments about NASA, never a straight answer, and whether the whole astronaut <laughs> is real. Over what? But, no, he said NASA. Would you say never a straight answer? Oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Well, yeah, Bob, yeah but, Bobby doesn't but, even think NASA is real, right? No, no, he thinks the Earth's flat. Is there? What do you think about flat Earth? I think it's possible. I mean, mm. I I think um, we were talking about the right frequencies and, mm. the, and this the energetic signature and numerical value mm. of things, like an apple. You said of a mm. parasite, numerical value. That sounds like code in a computer. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a computer simulation. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then we could be on a flat plane. Mm -hmm. And the question then becomes, and a lot of people that say, what, you know, why does it matter? And I've heard the answer to that is, well, that means that we're the center of the universe. And we've been told we're not. We've been told we're not special. We've been mm -hmm. told we're just a, just a ball, the edge of the galaxy, floating around. We're insignificant. Mm -hmm. What if it's actually the 180 opposite to the fact? What if we're the most significant thing? It's crazy, right? I think it's how you ever you interpret it, though. Like, if we're made of atoms and everything is made of atoms, aren't we everything? So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of special to me, basically. It is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I, feel, like, small or insignificant. Well, I feel like I'm everything. It's kind of like you said, sati spray. <laughs> <laughs> it's... um. It's, you know, I can't, I personally can't say either way because I, no. you know, but I do think it's a very plausible theory. Totally. Um, and like you said, like the idea that we're the only thing, you know, in existence, that makes it, it's a pretty powerful thing. Guess what? Yeah. Everything in existence is right here in front of the two feet in front of your face. Yeah. I actually saw something where quantum physicists were talking about how reality is actually two dimensional. Um, and when I did experiment a lot with like plant medicines and stuff like that, I took salvia. I smoked an ungodly amount of salvia in one hit. And the entire reality that I did see, which was <clears throat> whatever, was completely two-dimensional in shape. And it almost existed on top of uh, this reality. Oh, this guy, the guy I had on yesterday that I was talking to you about, mm. he was talking about how atoms are 90% empty space mm -hmm. and we're made up of atoms. Mm-hmm. So we're more not here than we are here. That's true. We're bait, we're a lot more not here than we are. Most of your DHA product is actually nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm I'm really uh, a cat saying hello. I'm a really big fan of of 
reverse aging or slowing aging and all mm-hmm. that. And one of the most fun things that I like to think about is I sleep on magnets mm-hmm. and I sleep on uh, about 2000 magnets. So it's 40 times the Earth's magnetic field <laughs> or 20 gauss. And that's the, the current gauss of the Earth is 0.5. This is 20. So it's times 40. Sick one. And, uh, and what's fun is, is scientifically it's called, um, there's a, a physics, uh, formula called the Lamar formula. And it's, it pretty much says that as you increase the, the orbital velocity of the valence electrons, which is the outer electron on the atom, the outer shell. Mm-hmm. So chemical reactions happen by the outer electrons reacting, right? And so the outer electron is spinning. And it actually spins at a certain rate. And if you add higher magnetism to the equation, it actually increases the spin. This is why holding a cell phone to your head isn't good, mm-hmm. is because that does that in a bad way. And when I go to sleep, and I like to think that I'm actually speeding up the spin of my valence electrons by 30 times, which is what the research shows with that Gauss. It's amazing. And the faster those go to the speed of light, the less I age. If Einstein's, um, you know, the, the time dilation is correct, mm-hmm. just like that, you know, saw the movie Interstellar where they go into the black hole yeah. or they say theoretically when you go into a black hole, time slows or stops. That's very interesting. Uh, yeah. So I, I, it's just fun mm. things to contemplate. I, I like uh, Nassim Haramine's work too. Yeah. He's very cool. Black hole. He says like every, every part of us is a black hole, like every cell. Like mm-hmm. a mini black hole. He does oh. that whole play on words. He calls it a black hole with a W. Oh. <laughs> Got him. I actually haven't seen any of his stuff in quite a few years, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty interesting when he came out. Well, man, we could yeah. go. We could go forever we because forever. I want. I want. <laughs> I have so many other like things I want your opinion on, like life after death and stuff like that. But um, I think we got to do that another time. We'll get you back in here. We'll get weird. Do it. Yeah. As Do if it. this wasn't, we'll get really weird. We like to end <laughs> with our first time guests just giving, say, like the whole world could hear you right now. What is the one general message that you would portray? Reconnect with the earth and the sun as much as you can, as deeply as you can. And that means switching out all your shoes for conductive shoes grounding directly to the earth when you sleep, like with a copper rod filled with powdered shungite maybe, and reconnect to the magnetic field, reconnect to the electrons in your local environment that have a different spin depending on where you are on the planet. Electrons are a food source. If you're hungry all the time, you need to reconnect to our real food source, Mm. and that's electrons from the earth. And we could also get electrons from every photon from the sun. So riding every particle of light, every photon, every biophoton, which has super quantum effects in our body, mm-hmm. that means probabilistic, that means who knows what's going to happen, is it has an electron riding on its back. Mm-hmm. And when that, loads, when that offloads into your tissues and you absorb that electron, you're wirelessly charging your spacesuit with a source of life. Sick. And so when you do those things and you reconnect, you'll find that every aspect of your life, whatever physical ailments, mental ailments, emotional, spiritual, not sure why you're here, 
everything will start to balance and work itself out and organize because that's what photons do. Mm -hmm. They bring organization to our cells, which are playgrounds for light. And when we bring organization to our cells with the light at that deepest level, it brings organization to our life. That means that we get reconnected to our higher purpose, why we're here. And so that's, you, that's, know, you know why we're here? Because that would be great. <laughs> it's personal for every person. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my perspective there. Yeah, yeah, why we're here is it's... But I, I, I honestly think, um, I really like the analogy. There's this guided meditation that I listened to years ago where it described our consciousness in the analogy of stained glass in a church. And in a church, you have the stained glass windows, and there's all these different shapes and colors, right, mm -hmm. in each window. And we're like that stained glass. And so even though the light is altered in different ways, it's all that same one light coming through the windows mm -hmm. and it's just diverted different ways because of the color and the shapes of the glass. So that's how we are. We're just here to bring more light. And that's my whole message is let's fill ourselves with light. Let's blind the cockroaches that are rampant on this planet right now. I love that. That was, I think that's my favorite one that we've had. I've had like this. 60 of these, yeah. 60, 60, like different guests. Mm -hmm. I think that was my favorite. Yeah, I told you this guy was fucking cool. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank awesome, you so much, dude. Matt. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, your time and coming out, man. That's awesome. Uh, so you're you're not on the t television, but are you, you're on the internet, right? I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah, I I have my own YouTube channel. It's Divine Superconductor TV. Mm -hmm. I post on Facebook. I'm mostly on Instagram, probably the most. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's yeah. your what's your handle? It's uh, Matt Blackburn, and then my uh, company one is Mitolifer. But on Matt Blackburn, that's where I post my stories throughout the day of all the crazy stuff I'm doing. And I'll do live Q&As. Sometimes I'll do those on Facebook. I'm going to be starting a Facebook group here really, really soon called Mito Tribe. Cool. And that's where I'll have a lot more lives and like private stuff in that, in that group. Awesome, awesome dude. dude. So you have MitoLife.com too, right? It's MitoLife.us. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. That was yeah. great, bro. We'll talk again soon. For sure, and I'll uh, I'll hit you up sooner than later because I can't be having yeah. fucking brain farts in the middle of <laughs> awesome thoughts. I, I probably don't even know my potential. Like I've never had the DHA. I don't even know what it could feel like. You know, I gotta right. give it a shot. No, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Be well, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. All of a sudden, we're all monks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. That was a good one. Oh, man. Between yes... Hold on, let me get on the mic. Again. Yeah, we still... Uh, yeah, we're still going. We still calling? That was two hours and oh, 12 minutes? Yeah, dude. Oh, That's my right, God. I'll be home by midnight. Between yesterday and today, I've just had my mind, like, ripped apart, man. Like, wait till you hear the guy yesterday. Like, he was even... He was better than the guy yesterday. Oh, wait, I gotta switch. Switch what? <sighs> We got to twitch off, twitch on. No, I got to do that. Oh. Between yesterday and today, mm -hmm. I don't even know what I, like, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's kind of why you started this whole thing to get the perspective and to hear people out. Exactly. A lot of cool I could never have there. expected this. Yeah. Like, I could not. 
I don't even know. I have to re-listen to that a few times. Yeah. Because I, I'm not going to pretend like I knew everything that was mm-hmm. going on just now. But I feel like I got the gist of it. And I am totally just fucking... I don't know what to say. Flabbergasted? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he's he's a, he's a cool dude. For sure. And you, he's emitting light. Like, you could feel his light through Skype. I'm pretty sure we saw a diamond on his forehead the yeah, whole man. time. No, like, <laughs> sleeping on magnets. Uh, I, yeah. Like, I, it's, I'm not saying, like, I can't see myself doing that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. maybe, I, maybe I'll get into that. Yeah, like, dude. He goes, you can go sleep with a lodestone in your bed. Yeah. What's a lodestone? A lodestone <laughs> is a meteorite that got struck by lightning that has that same earth signature energy in it. Actually stronger than putting your feet on the earth. Oh my god. Yeah, he sleeps with a bunch of those too. Something that the guy yesterday said was um like a rock appears stagnant, mm-hmm. but it's constantly moving cuz atoms are nonstop moving mm-hmm. and it's made up of atoms. Mm-hmm. So it's it is moving constantly. Wow. <laughs> So is everything. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that's funny. Like if I stick my arm out like this, right? My brain is telling my arm. This is how like kinesiology works. My like muscle testing and stuff like that. Um, where you can actually ask your body a question, and then you you know depending on the strength, the muscle becomes stronger or weaker, um, depending on what's going on. So like example though, when I stick my arm out like this, my body isn't telling my arm go straight. It's going, go up, go down, go left, go right, go right, straight, go down. Da, 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 da. It's constantly moving it yeah. to keep it in that one spot. <laughs> Isn't that weird? And like how attention goes where energy flows, right? Like when you're driving and you're staring at the cop who's behind you, mm-hmm. even though you have nothing on you, but you used to be a bad boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. all of a sudden you start swerving to the right because you're looking in that direction and your body just kind of takes you that way. Don't, don't, so don't look in your rear view. No. In life, too. No. <laughs> in every way. That was a good, that was a good one. Yeah. Look ahead. Sick. All right, man. Oh, all right, cool. I think we're good. So to recap. No, no. We're going we're gonna to end this and then do that. And then do the recap. Yeah. Right. So, so tell everyone goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to another weekly sit down. We're going to another one now. Now, guys, have a good day. Um, my brain's fucked. Yeah, no, I'm fucking shot. (laughs) Have a great night, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope the show made your day a little better. If you enjoyed it, I ask if you could take a couple minutes and please subscribe, leave a review, and a rating. It helps so much more than you know. If you want to contact us, go to weeklysitdown.com and connect. And remember, guys, follow your fucking dreams.